I'm Brandon Isle with BYU-Idaho Radio, and joining me over Zoom is Patrick Mitchell. He's known as Down to Earth Dad. Patrick, thanks for joining me. Now, you've been doing this um, role as the Down to Earth Dad for over 20 years now. You started in 1999. Can you tell me kind of what led you to start this and kind of what it is? Well, you know, back then, when we were talking about father engagement, the conversation seemed to center around deadbeat dads or dads who weren't stepping up to do enough or dads who owed child support. And the conversation wasn't all that positive. I found myself talking to dads that I know, friends, family members about fatherhood, and I became very interested in the topic, just positive fatherhood. And uh, my wife suggested that I write a newsletter. I had a journalism background working for a daily newspaper for many years. And so I wrote the first edition of the Down to Earth Dad newsletter. And I interviewed fathers and said, hey, what's it like being a dad? What are your challenges, trials? And they told me amazing things. So not only did I get to learn about uh, being a better dad just by listening to other dads, but I was able to share that information out with others. And so that kind of was the inception, was the newsletter. That led to me doing training events uh, for schools, keynote speeches on fatherhood. And then the topic of fatherhood kind of changed into something more positive nationally. And I was in kind of the right place at the right time, trying to be a good dad, trying to gather father information for others. And things just really took off. And uh, then we went entered a period with father engagement where things, as I say, were more positive. And we're talking about the good things dads could do. And so the journey flashing forward, you know, 23 years, the journey found me when you and I met at the Rexburg uh, library yeah where i was doing a yeah doing a family storytelling night you brought your family others brought their families and uh, we shared family stories or stories about our childhood and that was called family storytelling night although it involved a lot of dads because a lot of parents are dads of course and that's something that grew out of this big outreach to do father evening events uh, for programs and schools and libraries and so you kind of we kind of met during the fa- the family storytelling night piece as you recall that was a, a good a good night of fun for dads and moms yeah and, and what i loved about that uh what you do in those family storytelling nights is you help train families on how to share not just family stories, though that's an important thing, but really just to engage with kids in storytelling. Uh, as a journalist, this is what I do. I, I tell stories, but sometimes I forget that I need to tell stories to my kids in an engaging way that gets them thinking about the world around them and being creative and and also sharing those family stories. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think, I think you were one of the fathers that I had the privilege of interviewing for the uh, Dance Matter, Idaho Dance Matter publication, which is part of the National Dance Matter Project. And uh, as I recall, you said that you read to your children a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yep. and storytelling, reading, sharing who we are with our children is something I think we really owe to them because, after all, their story is our story, is their story. And that's one of the things dads like to do. I've found there are some common things that dads have told me over the years. And one of them is they want to share some of their life experiences, you know, help give their children a leg up so the children can benefit from their life experiences. And all dads, it seems to me, want to do a better job than their own father. Sometimes that's because their own father 
doesn't really in their memory rise to the standard of the father they want to be but often it's just this kind of natural kind of evolution of um, trying to be better and so I hope my own children will strive to be a better dad a better parent than I was just in the name of doing the best they can for their kids too yeah kind of standing on the shoulders of giants so to speak yes well said yes I think that's that seems to be a big, a common theme is I want to do a good job at being a dad, whether I had a good role model as a father or not. I love yeah. that you're centering your conversations on good dads. I think so often in the media, you go to a movie and very often the dad is not in the picture or there's some sort of trauma surrounding the father figure, but, but you're spending your time talking to actual dads who are trying their best to be good dads. What has that been like for you as a fellow dad to hear these positive stories? Well, everywhere I go, whether I'm doing an evening with dads event, a family storytelling night, or interviewing dads, I'm always amazed. And and this almost sounds cliche, but it's so true, the big hearts of dedicated dads. I was talking this morning, was by email, to a Head Start program father engagement coordinator who had me come out to Indianapolis to do something for their dads. And we did an evening with dads event and uh, it was really cool. And I took photos of the dads and asked them questions. You know, what's it like being a dad? What are your challenges and triumphs? And they told me amazing things. We're putting the video together from that. It's going to be a nice slideshow that I'll send. But it occurred to me, you know, I can come in and do a, a great evening night with fathers or whatever we do. But whatever I do, you know, just it'll just have a fraction of the impact of what's already in dad's hearts in terms of having a positive outcome. When I have the chance to talk with fathers, look into their eyes as they're talking about the things that matter to them, it doesn't get any more real than that. These guys care, dedicated fathers, fathers who strive at every level just to be engaged, care so deeply that I sometimes wonder what the real value is that I provide. And sometimes I think, gosh, just having the occasion to get together with these men, getting these men together, really kind of sets the tone for very positive things. We all learn so much from each other. You ask, what have I learned from a dad? I've learned to be a better dad, talking to other fathers and listening to them. How has your engagement um, changed your dynamic with your own kids? And and tell me, how many kids do you have? Uh, We have three children. That that might not seem like very many to you, Brandon, because as I recall, you have seven children. Uh, Six kids, uh, yeah, six kids. Oh, six, so six children. So uh, wherever we enter the parenting picture, you know, number of children-wise, I think we we dads tend to, and men in general, dads, I think, try to stretch themselves to to the maximum. It's it's been insightful. I learned tips and techniques of parenting that are just, just phenomenal. One of the ones that I learned years ago, and I think I came up with this one, but well, I'll share a different. I'll share another one first. The power of sacrifice. I think a, a grandfather shared this with a group once, and I was there with the dads. One way to demonstrate you really care, he says or said, is to sacrifice something you want to do personally for something you can do with your children. And I kind of took that and ran with it years ago when our children were very young. I want to go for a bike ride, or I want to go, uh, want to go work a little more on this project or that project. I want to do this. I want to do that. Simply sacrificing as a young dad, learning to set that it's the better thing is to just go ahead and sacrifice much of what I want to do to provide my children with the occasion to do something 
far more powerful. Here's one I like to share. If you're at the park with your child or you're wherever you are, we reach a point where uh, they've been playing on the slides for, as an example, for quite some time now and uh, maybe a half an hour or, or, or even 45 minutes, an hour. And you want to move on from that. One thing I taught myself to do was to, once they said, okay, we've got, you know, going to leave in five minutes just to give you kind of a heads up. We have to be somewhere. Now it's one minute. Once we get to the end, I silently count to a hundred to myself just to buy them a little more time and to remind, remind me to sacrifice. <laughs> it's up, you know, they're having such fun. I don't want to rush them. I do and I don't. I want, to, want us to get out of the park at some point. That's one little quirky thing I've learned to do. Go ahead and just count to a hundred silently to yourself and remember to sacrifice and buy your kids more time extending the fun they're having. Yeah, what what a great bit of advice. I, I know sometimes the routine, the the things that the kids want to do are not what you really want to spend your time doing. But I don't think I've ever spent time with my kids that I look back on and went, boy, that was a waste of time. <laughs> it's it's yeah. always been good time with my children. What's if you don't mind my asking, since my since we've kind of gotten on this theme of uh, all dance and something to share, what's one of your gems, Brandon? One of, one of the things you might share with other dads, if, if you were to suggest something that a, a new dad or young dad, any dad. Yeah, I, I so think worked for you. Yeah, I think something that was hard for me was to be interested in the things my kids are interested in. They're all different and they have different interests than I do. I see some families where they're all running families, you know, all their kids are runners or all their kids are basketball players or football players or whatever. And my family's not like that. They have very different interests and I have learned to love that and to be interested in what they're interested in. And that creates a better rapport with them. I have something to talk to them about. I've got to learn new things as well. And in learning those new things, I have a deeper connection with them. Did it take you, um, let's see, a, a couple of children worth of, of years passing before you caught on with that? No, I only have three children, but we only have three. But it, it took me some time to realize, you know, gosh, there it was staring me in the face. It took me some time to realize, yeah, these children are all completely different and you can't treat them all the same way. Well, yeah, certainly, because I think the first few years of their life, you really can they they do what you do, what you want to do. And their personalities are still developing in a way that you can mold them much more than when they get in their teenage years. <laughs> and and then it's you find all sorts of new things about your kids that you never dreamed would be there. And it's it's all exciting. It's all amazing. And it's it's just comes with the territory. One thing I'd, I'd share is that, uh, you know, when we're in that parenting zone, whether we're dads or moms, really, regarding dad specifically, you know, you're at home and you're in that living room and you're, you've got your routine and you maybe went from the cab of your truck to the living room of your house, to the kitchen, uh, you know, to the basement or where, whatever it is, and you interact with your children. We get into routines and we think that we're living in some kind of um, silo almost. I just want to remind all dads out there, you are not alone. You really have each other, fellow dads, but you may have to and open the conversation. One thing I've learned is that if you say, hey, how's it going for you being a dad? It's not a question people normally get. And uh, quite often people are willing to respond. Someone asks me that, I say, well, here's how it's going. 
And so, you know, as dads, we, we think we really have to be masters of the universe and uh, men and dads, but and that's that's good. But it's okay to uh, to talk with other other dads. And it's amazing to me how many grandfathers out there just this may not come as a big great surprise, but are just, are very eager to share information about their experiences in their ongoing in some cases raising of the children, but in many cases just being grandparents, what they went through. So I would encourage dads to reach out and talk to other dads. It can be a very very rewarding and productive experience. Yeah, what what a great piece of advice. I think too often dads uh, kind of silo themselves and and don't necessarily talk about those things. They talk about work, they talk about sports, and those are the normal things. But but talking about the most important thing in our lives, our family, is what we should be talking about probably more. Yeah, yeah, that's very well said. Couldn't agree more. Um, the national conversation around dads has certainly changed over the years. What are some things that perhaps uh, that conversation gets right, but also gets wrong and uh, should change? How should it change? Well, it still remains fun to reproduce gender stereotypes. And so in terms of dads, we, we like in the media, we like to see dads maybe doing some goofy things. You know, oh, this is so funny. This dad doesn't know how to, how to parent. Oh, look, we better let mom do it. And we like to do that. We like to reproduce gender stereotypes. I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. And, and you could argue that, well, there's some uh, good reason for that. For, for for many families, a, a real traditional kind of approach, dad does this, mom does this, works really, really well. Other families prefer a situation where the dad maybe takes on a super nurturing role. I guess the bottom line is, is that dads are now seen as being much more capable of interacting with their children in every way. And I think that's a very positive thing. I think that... The national, the national conversation now is that, yeah, dads, dads can do a pretty good job when they step up and do the good job. And the conversation, that's a little different from how it used to be even 15 years ago when the conversation was, well, I don't know. Maybe some dads can step up and do something, but they're just these super dads. I think uh, in their own homes with their own children, many, many dads are perceived nowadays and are to be inter interacting with their children in extremely positive ways. And I think that that's um, not necessarily a change from what's gone on in dads and families' lives, but I think, I think the national conversation has started to recognize that positive things are happening at home with dads. And it almost sounds absurd to even talk about it like that, but because dads have always been a positive figure in everything they've done when they're engaged, they're driving engaged. But, it's a really good question. Things have shifted away from we've got to get dads to do these things to isn't it cool that dads are super engaged these days? It's, it's kind of where it's, where it's gone. Yeah. And we're talking about dads today, and, and certainly we're not trying to diminish the role of mothers in the family. Um, I think the importance oh, of talking about dads, though, is that often they're not talked about and and just just having this conversation reminding dads that yeah you are important you are needed in your family and having two parent families is certainly ideal but not always the reality and having a dad who is engaged is just so important 
you know, I always like to say, moms matter supremely. Without moms, we're sunk. And then I, I sort of confess that in our limited time, focus on dads here. And I, I find that that's a good way to kind of put it because then everyone feels appreciated and should be. And then we can say, well, okay, let's let's move into a discussion about father engagement. But oh yeah, I mean, that's a bedrock assumption. I certainly believe it. Moms, moms matter. If there is one thing that you could tell uh, families about dads, what is that one thing? One thing I would tell families about dads. Yeah, or anybody, really. The dad in your family is a trem- it's just an amazing guy, amazing person, and an untapped resource. He loves you, loves you all. He really is doing what he thinks is the very best that he can be doing. He may not be the best communicator. Uh, he may not wear his love for his children on his sleeve. But at the end of the day, frankly, most of the day long, he is feeling that he is there for you. And he really is in his heart doing for you what he thinks he needs to do. And he might just be blown away if you go and talk to him and say, hey, dad, talk to you for a second. Hey, uh, this is how I feel when, or do you suppose we could do X? Dads are, are are ready to change, eager to to default to doing more of the same because he really he really is trying to do everything that he can all the time. But he's just a just a, a, a solid, great, much needed part of your family. Yeah. Man, he loves you. It it's so true. Dads dads love their kids. <laughs> that doesn't change. Well, Patrick Mitchell, the down to earth dad. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Yeah, thank you, Brandon.